This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs. As the owner of her own dog rescue, that is. A second act made possible by the reskilling courses Lisa's taking now with AARP to help make sure her income lives as long as she does. And she can finally run with the big dogs. And the small dogs, who just think they're big dogs. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Hey, it's Rachel Cook, your modern mentor. And today we're going to have some real talk about hustle culture. If your workplace believes that everything is a top priority, that vacation days are the stuff of fantasy novels, and busyness is your best performance metric, then let's talk about what you can do to help dial back that hustle before you burn out. Last week, I got on a coaching call with a client. Two minutes in, she began crying. 47 minutes later, she was still crying. She was burned out to a crisp. At minute 52, we got a deep breath into her, and she began listing her priorities for me. And there were many. I know we're supposed to be setting boundaries and doing the self-care thing, she told me, but I can't afford to spend my days meditating and taking walks. I have a big job to do. And that was the moment when I almost started crying. She had articulated something I realized so many are struggling with right now. This toxic belief that we're either succeeding or we're chanting in a warm bath. This unwillingness to believe that we can succeed while caring for ourselves and our teams is the epitome of hustle culture. It's the mentality that a minute not spent grinding out work is a minute wasted, that more is always better, and that rest and relaxation are for the weak. Unlike toxic productivity, which is driven by an internal need to always be busy, hustle culture is a bundle of awfulness perpetuated by a whole organization or team. What are some of the signals that you might see in an organization suffering from the hustle? You'll see things like items are only added to to-do lists, never subtracted. Lunch breaks are comedy. Everyone laughs at them. There's always discussion of the next thing with no pause to recognize or celebrate what's already been achieved. No one has asked about your boundaries. And vacation days are to be collected, but rarely spent. Do any of these feel familiar? If so, what can you do to begin to make change at your workplace? The antidote to hustle culture isn't doing less work. It's doing work more mindfully with more purpose, intention, and focus on impact over activity. Here are some practices you can start to use to muzzle the hustle. First, ask better questions. Hustle culture values quantity, while anti-hustle strives for impact. When a new project or initiative pops up within a hustle culture, project owners tend to ask questions like, 
When do you need it completed? What's my budget? What are the key performance indicators to track? These are the types of questions my sobbing client would typically ask her boss. But these all presume that of course she's going to get it done. She just needs some basic facts to start with. But in an anti-hustle culture, we'd be asking better questions like, what's the outcome you need to achieve and is there a simpler path to achieving it? Has someone inside our company done something similar that we might use rather than reinventing the wheel? What do you suggest we deprioritize so that we have the time, space, and resources to do this project justice? And what would be the cost of our not doing this project or doing it in a month when we've freed up some resources? These anti-hustle questions allow us to slow down, to consider the cost of doing, but also not doing the work, and to recognize that our resources, which include our emotional and creative energy, are limited, and we need to spend them thoughtfully. Often they lead us to the same or better outcomes, but with less effort exerted. My sobbing client agreed to give these a try. I'll keep you posted on how they serve her. Next, check on the people around you. Hustle culture values results at all costs. While anti-hustle prioritizes human wellness with an understanding that wellness is a driver of creativity and better results. To drive an anti-hustle culture, stay in touch with people around you. See how everyone is doing. These are the moments in which your EQ, or emotional quotient, really matters. How are your colleagues or team members doing, really? Make it a habit of just checking in with people around you. Focus on those you suspect may be dealing with loneliness or overwhelm. Those who are new to the team and haven't met anyone in person yet. Or just those you'd like to get to know a little bit better. Your job isn't to be anyone's savior. Loneliness and overwhelm aren't yours to solve or cure. But just creating the space in which these concerns can be raised begins to dial back the hustle. The conversation helps normalize our complex human experiences. Give people's realities airtime and watch them breathe just a tiny bit more deeply. And finally, tell stories of white space wins. Hustle culture loves the grind, while anti-hustle appreciates the power of space in which the mind can roam and explore. Hustle culture puts execution on a pedestal. Always be grinding, crushing, smashing. It's a little violent when you start speaking its language. But so often the greatest insights, the moments of inspiration, creativity, innovation, come when we're taking a pause from the grind. There's this great urban legend that goes like this. A senior executive is walking the halls of his tech company one day when he comes across a man sitting at his desk, just staring out the window. When the executive asked the team's leader why this gentleman hadn't been fired, the team leader said, well, sir, that's the employee who developed the idea for our most profitable product of the decade. The next day, that employee came into work only to discover his window had been tripled in size overnight. Did this really happen? I have no idea. But it's a powerful story of what can happen when we give our minds the time and grace for wandering for letting connections happen in the space between the grinding and the crushing. Small moments like these are happening in your workplace. Coffee dates, walking meetings, moments of silence or learning or reading or listening to podcasts can all yield small ideas that improve customer service or tweak a product or alter a process. Proactively finding these moments and highlighting them through stories is an excellent way to dial back your hustle. So how are you feeling about the state of the culture in your workplace? 
Do you have some hustling to do in order to dial back that hustle culture? Give one of these suggestions a try. And if you've got your own ideas, I would love to hear them. Shoot me an email at modernmentor at quickanddirtytips.com and let me know how you've managed to turn back the dial. I hope you took something useful from today's episode. Do not let that hustle take you down. You can follow Modern Mentor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out my website at leadabovenoise.com or follow me on the Modern Mentor podcast page on LinkedIn. Join me back here next week for another great episode. Until then, thanks so much for listening and have a successful week. Modern Mentor is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Firebend with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our operations and editorial manager is Michelle Margulis. Our assistant manager is Emily Miller. And our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, They'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big.